Talk to the mic, talk to the mic. We could have talked about that. We could have nah. talked about the Wu Tang clan. Wu Tang clan. Loud, loud, loud enough. Loud. Yeah, we good. We good. We're recording. I'm going to keep all this shit. Um, one, two, one, two, one, two. Ladies and gentlemen, this is um, the Delonious Drunk Pot. Hey, <laughs> we ain't seen y'all since 2018. I haven't heard that name in a while. I'm joking, but not really. I, I can't remember. Yeah, when last one was it? Maybe 2019. No, no, no. No, man, it may have it may have been 2018. No one. You no, know why? Why? Because we recorded the remember the lost Rona episode. It was right when um, the NBA season was starting. Yeah, but what year? 2020, because they shut down the season. We was talking about that. We talked about COVID. Mm-hmm. Because remember, we got Coronas to drink that day. Oh yeah, that was a right, bad man. omen. That's right. Yep. That's right. And we had fun. Yeah. And I got the water filter because I was like, "Oh no, what's going to happen tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna drink water with a filter." Oh, superstitious motherfucker. Yeah. So. Damn. So okay. So probably March 2020. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I don't remember it. You know, because it is the loneliest drunk. Mm-hmm. Do forget things. <laughs> We're on brand. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and, and you know, you know, within the last few years, it's been inconsistent enough that it's just kind of like I don't know when the fuck it skips. Oh, we need to introduce ourselves. I go by the name of Preach Jacobs, and this is Dre Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we were just talking a second ago <laughs> about like about a job that's out here where. You know, I'm the journalist, you're the editor slash illustrator, and it's one of those things where we were just like, you know what, we should just apply for this job together. Together. Yeah. And so... uh, We're a duo. (laughs) So we would say, we just go in there with tuxedos holding hands. That's right. (laughs) It's like, we're applying for this. And we were like... We're a power couple. And you said, uh, would it be uh, uh, Preach Lopez or... or or Dre Jacobs. Yeah. And then... uh, I think we, we found our, our, our name. No, we is too many people. <laughs> you found the name, and it, yeah, you go if, on. If, if, all right, so, all right, because the joke was if we was a Hollywood couple, but but let's say we were doing some Freddie Gibbs alchemist shit, right? So all Alfredo right. is alchemist and Freddie, huh? Word uh, up, word up. Yeah, yeah. But, but our, our name would be Dre J. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not, not 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 the same. <laughs> <laughs> not not exactly the same. I mean, like what we were talking about is that if this was a thing, some sort of collaboration, some sort of like mm-hmm. you know, whatever, Dre J actually would become like a popular sort of name. Oh, that should be all over TMZ. Right. Like oh. there would be a, a a a trending hashtag for that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But how it sounds to me is just kind of like it, it's that that cringe factor off of that pop uh, culture shit, man. Oh, yeah. well. Plus, it also makes me think of Ray J. Oh damn it! Why you gotta ruin it? I mean, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's been a while since we done one of these. Yo, did I, you know that Ray J has a a sister named Brandy? He does. <laughs> They're related. <laughs> Nah, yo, like he has a company that does like headphones and shit. Yeah, yeah. There's a um, podcast I listen to. Raycon. I mean, maybe. Hold on. Hey Google, what's the name of Ray J's headphones? 
On the website WPRI.com, they say, Ray J introduces Rake in earbuds. Rake in He's a singer, songwriter, rapper, television personality, actor, and entrepreneur. Oh, she ain't saying nothing He's about the sex the tape. Of Rake in one of the top sellers <laughs> All right, of over-the-ear headphones and earbuds. Hey, Google, stop. Stop. Quit blinking. Stop. She's about to slap it, bro. <laughs> She's about to cuss me out, right? <laughs> Yo, did you watch the game last night? The um, the Patriots and the um, the Bucks. No, man. I watched no football this past weekend. Really? Why not? Uh, the season is barely like I don't know four weeks in. Mm-hmm. But all my teams suck, and I refuse to entertain wasting time on something that I know is going to aggravate me and depress me. All right, so your team is what the. the, the the Dolphins and, and the, the Giants. Giants. Well, didn't y'all win? Who? The Giants won. Yeah, yeah, the Giants won. But, you know, the Giants are literally one of the worst teams in the league. Mm-mm. They're not as bad as the Eagles. Look, and also... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I haven't watched any Eagles games yet. No, Sam. Did they... Uh, they lost to the Cowboys. Oh, man. They whooped our asses. It makes it even worse because all my Cowboys friends get on my fucking nerves. God damn. And nigga talking about... Bro, anybody's cowboy friends get on everybody's nerves. Because it's like, no homie talking shit. Because the Eagles coach had this shirt on that said, you know, beat the Cowboys. And my friend after the Cowboys went to me, oh, I'm going to give you this work. Talk all this shit. He said, because, you know, why don't you have him wearing a shirt that said beat another team? Why don't say, you know, beat? Because nobody gives a fuck if the Eagles beat the, the 49ers. Right. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one cares if the Eagles beat the Bengals. Like, no, nobody's been calling... Any team in the league for the past, what, 30 fucking years, America's team. Dog. This is why. Beat the Cowboys, because fuck you. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, I hate the Cowboys, man. I hate them, too. And and it sucks, man, because I think they're going to probably be pretty good this year. So that's terrible. Oh, speaking of some sports shit. What? Um, Max Kellerman was kicked off a first take. Uh, <laughs> you know about all that shit? No. What the <laughs> fuck? When? I, it may be a month by now. Nah, I heard yeah, Stephen Stephen A. Smith fucking kicked Max Kellerman off a of first take. Why? Yeah. Um. All right, I'm gonna tell you what he said, and I'm gonna tell you what I think the theory is. My theory is about all right. this. All right. So he tried to make it seem like he tried to make it seem like he did it because oh, you know, I needed to be fresh and blah 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 and yada 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 and all this horse shit. I think. He doesn't want to do a podcast with somebody smarter than him because Max is like, <laughs> and Max is a brainiac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so Steve, Steven goes through this whole tour thing talking about, oh, you know, no bad blood. You know, I wish Max the best. He's a brilliant guy. This and this and that. Yo, Max last episode, he did five years on first take. Yeah. Stephen A wasn't even there. Yeah. And it was a phone call. Where he's like, yo, I just wanted to call and say, yo, congratulations and, and your future endeavors and blah, 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 blah. There was no, listen, nigga, you, I know at my old job, the last real job that I had before I made the mistake of working at a record store. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, if somebody worked there for a month, they'll at least get you like the shitty brownies and cupcakes from Publix and give you like a uh-huh. going away party. They did none of that shit for Max. Like, they didn't give two shits about Max, and they got rid of him. And so I'm like, all right, if you get rid of Max, what are y'all replacing it with? They replaced that shit with Michael Irvin. Get the fuck out Dog, of here. Dog, Michael Irvin is the worst commentary 
commentator ever. Like, and he got like that haircut that looked like it's stuck in the nineteen eighties. You know, and as an illustrator, you can rem- you can remember this. Mm-hmm. All them like Hanna Barbera cartoons. Like, if you're watching like GI Joe in the eighties, uh-huh. or or like any of these cartoons when they have a black character, yeah. they either had two hairstyles. The black character was either bald, bald. or they had that weird in between. Afro weird white people not gonna feel too uncomfortable yeah, yeah. around this hair kind of round kind of square that's it kind of Afro yo Michael Irvin might be white <laughs> yo. yeah, yeah. yeah and Michael Irvin be sweating be howling on the fucking man it is the worst shit ever yo he, he like, he's just a ranter you know what I'm saying like Michael Irvin ever ever since he fucking played football man it's the same shit and I think now that you know it, it, he's supposed to be a voice that's his job it's worse. Yeah, like he it, it's even more incoherent. Just uh, you know, ranting, yelling, and whatever. Oh, I guess Which, that's why Stephen. Don't a we have enough that. for that with Stephen A? <laughs> I think that's why Stephen A. You know, um, I think the funny thing is, you know, I think Steve wants the the theatrics of that shit, right? Because like, because it came out before he got rid of Max recently that there was a contract that was about to be up with Skip Bayless at Fox. It was about to be negotiated, and the word got out that Stephen A. was trying to get Skip Bayless back to ESPN. Wow. So, man, and so, so like, Michael Irvin is on there every Monday, but it looks like he's on there every day, and then he has Tim Tebow on Fridays. And I'm like, you got rid of Max Kellerman for fucking Michael Irvin and Tim Tebow. And, Tim Tebow. and so I saw the other day, their ratings are the lowest they've ever been. So I'm I mean, pretty happy said, about that. Yo, like, there was there was a certain point, you know, because I, I used to watch ESPN and all the all all these talking heads, and you know, it was entertaining. I'm a sports fan, so it was just like add add some humor and personalities mm-hmm, and all that mm-hmm. shit. So I'm like, all right, man. But then it it kind of became its own thing where it was just too much emphasis on like I have a different personality from yeah. this other person, and it's just like, no, man, like you're just some asshole that's paid to give your opinion on yeah. on a, on a fucking game. So like. Chill the fuck out mm-hmm. and let's 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 keep it moving. But it got annoying, man. So like, I I I honestly stopped watching a bunch of that shit because I'm just like, the louder they got, yeah, the, the 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 sillier they got within the shit that they would say just to get reactions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this is about sports. I like I I don't fucking care about like how clever and quippy you think that you are. <laughs> you know, like. I'm I'm not I'm not your 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 prostitute that's gonna fucking like you know give you a high five while you're <laughs> yo whatever. shout out to anybody that got a prostitute you get a high five after everything's over be like yo it's like you know what bitch that was great <laughs> it sure was <laughs> you know what I'm gonna give you a tip <laughs> high five high five yo I'm gonna do that for that one it, when I I definitely never had a prostitute or nothing like that allegedly. 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 I mean, everybody at some point has had a prostitute where after you're done, you feel good about yourself. And she's the one that initiates it because she knows that you pay for this. And even though you were <laughs> You pay for that $35 at Red Lobster? <laughs> Yo, baby, I saw you enjoying them cheddar biscuits. <laughs> and it's like, you know, may I make a request while I congratulate you on how awesome you were, even though it's all a lie and it's a high five while you're trying to helicopter your, you know, post comes limp dick at that same time? Oh, Everybody's that's highly that. specific, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like, yo, especially after Red Lobster. <sighs> when the last time you eaten that Red Lobster, man? <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, 20, uh, 20 years. At all least. right, so 
That would have been my same response. But the funny shit was, my mom's birthday was like uh, a few weeks ago. My mom's like, yo. Yo, them cheddar biscuits. Yo, ridiculous. My mom was just like, for some reason, every Christmas, like, people just send her, like, red lobster gift cards. And I guess they do that because it's just like, I don't know if they're trying to be cruel or whatever. But it's just like a bunch of these red lobster gift cards. My mom was like, yo, I got all these red lobster gift cards. Let's go to Red Lobster. And it was the weirdest shit, right? It's like, well, you call the order in. I was like, I like to play, like play some order. They're like, really? It's like, you know, like, it's like, yo. But growing up. I was, I was about to say, like, do you remember when you were a kid? Dog. And then, you know, like. Growing up, and then I don't know through middle school, high school, or something, you thought of Red Lobster as like that fancy joint. Dog, yo, and they used to give you glasses like like they had like lobsters on them. Dog, I tell you this, mm. I don't know when Red Lobster was like came together, but I'm probably here because of Red Lobster. Because of Red Lobster, yeah, yeah. My dad was like, you know what, honey, I got thirty three dollars. Oh, ow. <laughs> Bro, like you, you saying that all I could think about right now is that thick ass mustache with too much butter. Fucking flavor on it. Yeah, all right. So like, so my dad, so my dad with his motherfucking mustache. So for his birthday, I got him the shirt of me of my face wearing his mustache. Word. Yeah. What did he say? Uh, he laughed his ass off. He wears it as his good luck shirt when we play Uno. No shit. Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, a little, a little, a little yo, your pops is actually like a fucking troll. Uh, oh, he is. He's like, uh, yo. like doing that shit just to fucking like lay it in on you as he's methodically like kicking your ass. Yo, he talks so much shit too. So like, all right. So I talked in the last episode of my father having his uh his uh prostate cancer and all these treatments or whatever. And yeah. one of the side effects is that you know like he got to pee all the time. So he'd be scared to go to places. Like, I can't go to Lowe's for too long. I'm going to have to use the bathroom. I'm like, Dad, they have bathrooms at Lowe's. We're like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to gamble and lose, right? So like, <laughs> so he'll say shit like, he'll be like, yeah, you know, it's just so sensitive now. He's like, if I even, if I even hear water running, I just got to go. So like last night, he talking all that shit. He talking all that shit because he's winning. And I just get up because we in the kitchen playing. I just get up and just turn the faucet on full uh, blast and sit back down. And he look at me. He's like, damn it, boy. He got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> that, oh. man, that man's going to, in the middle of a of an Uno game, as, he, as you're beating him, he's going to pee on you. Speaking of which, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that transition. So there, there's something that's popping up on uh, Twitter today. Which everybody had to use Twitter because apparently uh, Facebook, all and the Instagram, Facebook joints, yeah, fell all apart fucked today. up. Yeah, and so this this thing. Have you seen this whole thing about um, R. Kelly's claiming that he about to snitch on? Um, he said he gonna snitch on the pedophiles in the industry. He's gonna he's gonna call out a rapper and a big time singer. Negative. I have not Is heard that. that. Or, no. Like I mean, like last thing I you know I heard of that was the verdict. Mm-hmm. You know. Like finally, he got fucking. <laughs> he might he might do in. ten to one hundred years some some crazy shit like that some some shit like that you yeah. know and, and out the obvious like subsequent responses from like everybody that's been mm-hmm. talking about it and and the the many victims that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. have been fucking you know pushing for him to like get locked in, uh, but that's it. I didn't know about this new shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. It sounds like he's trying to throw a hail mary, but. But everybody of course is, it is. Everybody's assuming uh, that that one of the names might be Jay Z. Because yo, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. 
I mean, anything's possible, man. He, he just like he's like, and one of them is a big time R and B singer. Like, yeah, nigga, you, like, like, <laughs> like, it was you, nah. But um, but yeah, so he's he's talking about he's gonna he's gonna start singing. And now this like these tweets are going around talking about I'ma say it early. R. Kelly did not commit suicide. They claim that he's gonna get killed because uh, he claims he's gonna snitch on people. Which, you know, R. Kelly was gonna buy NBC. Everybody knows that, and that's what. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Yo, the conspiracy theorists. It is the funniest shit in the world, right? So it's like you got people like uh, like with the NBA shit that's going on right now. I think preseason starts tonight. But, it does. But Shaquille O'Neal. Did you hear what he said about Kyrie? No. He said, they said, what would you do if Kyrie was a teammate of yours? He said, I'd go upstairs to the owners and tell them to kick him off the team. No shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not the worst thing I've heard Shaq say recently. I mean, he, honestly. He, he's talked about, like, I think I think Ben Simmons. Yeah. He talked about, you know, if he was his teammate after whatever the fuck he did in last year's playoffs where, where he just would not shoot the ball. As a Knicks he, he fan, would you, would you want Ben Simmons on your team as a Knicks fan? No. Okay. I, I mean, like... Because y'all ain't got enough shooters already? Exactly. Okay. Like, if, if, if we had... Um, if we had more actual prolific scorers, shooters all around, I think you can afford having a player like mm-hmm. Ben Simmons. But having, uh, you know, the way the Knicks are built, it's better shooting this year, hopefully. At least on paper, it, it, it should be that way. But then, you know, running the team through Randall who's another player that's literally just going to, like, that needs the lane open. Mm-hmm. Simmons doesn't help that. Like, he'll help on defense for sure. I mean, he's an elite fucking pat. Like, Simmons is good, man, but the 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 what he's missing on offense hurts the team. I mean, like, he's shown it already year in and year out with Philadelphia. So, you know. Did you, what did y'all do for the draft? What did y'all do for the draft? See, what did y'all get? Uh, we got Quentin Grimes. Uh, who's a good shooter, good defender. Um, Deuce McBride, who's another, like, he's a, you know, one, one's a swingman shooting guard, small forward, the other one's a point guard. And they're both, like, I, I watched them throughout the summer league, and they're both, like, hard-nosed, gritty, Thibodeau guys. And then we got the Sims kid. Like way later in the draft, but he actually looked nice. He's a center, like rebounder, defender. Like I think he, ha- I think he recorded the highest vertical ever at the mm. combine. And oh, he's, really? He's like six ten, but this motherfucker has hops. So you know, I'm I'm honestly excited about the kids that that we drafted uh, in the draft. It, it it won't be um, you know, Thibodeau doesn't like playing the young guys, but um. Anytime that somebody gets injured and shit and it opens up a little bit more time, I think those kids are going to be nice. You think y'all going to get into the playoffs again this year? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know if we'll get past the first round, but we should get into the playoffs. Okay. The, the East is the East is, is better. Uh, there's there's a lot of movement with different teams all throughout. Um, How do you feel about Westbrook with, uh, with the Lakers? You think that's going to do anything? I think, I think he's not a good fit. Right, mm-hmm. I feel like LeBron is not a great shooter. Anthony Davis is a low post guy, and then Westbrook is a guy that has to drive the ball, get mm-hmm. in the lane. So you have three players that are too similar. Mm-hmm. 
at the best thing that they do. And then you, they, they also don't have a lot of great shooters around them. So I don't think it's a great fit. However, if, if Westbrook actually focuses on distributing the ball, mm. and doing the rebounds and doing the hustle plays, you know, like that dude is one speed and he can do a lot of different things. Yeah. I think it won't be as bad as, as people think that it'll be. But if, but if, if Westbrook just decides to be Westbrook. He's going to brick 30 times again. Yeah, well, man. he called out um, he called out a, a AD, which I don't blame him. Did he? Yeah. Like, he called him out, but it was kind of like, you know, look, man, people say whatever they want about Westbrook. Westbrook. But <laughs> that motherfucker plays. Yeah, man. You know, and he plays hard every game. Like people, people started fucking trying to not talk about Westbrook yeah. the last couple of years when it was just like, yo, he's still doing the things. Yeah. Like, what, what is happening? Like, it, AD is always fucking hurt. It's so annoying, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so so we'll, we'll see what happens. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I, I think I think uh, Westbrook can f- facilitate and all that good stuff. But Yo, I'm not a Lakers fan, mm-hmm. but I honestly hope that they actually like do it right i actually hope that they can do better than what people expect you so know what i'm saying so you think brooklyn's gonna take it this year if they stay healthy mm. i think so well i'm gonna tell you what i mean honest with you i mean the lakers and brooklyn are literally like similar things i think brooklyn has three better players than the three best players on the lakers um, I think Brooklyn is deeper than the Lakers. I don't know. I don't know how deep the Brooklyn Brooklyn is. I know they're top heavy, but I tell you this though. Yeah. Regardless of what the, the Brooklyn Nets do in the future, I'm glad they didn't win this year. Yeah. Because Kyrie's annoying as fuck. Annoying as fuck, man. I mean, he's he's probably the most talented handles I've ever seen. But there's an article that came out. Um, it's Rolling Stone's article. By the way, why the fuck is Rolling Stone <laughs> magazine breaking NBA stories? That's the weirdest shit in the world. That is some weird shit. But um, nah, he's just on some weird, crazy shit. Crazy shit about the vaccine, which he's not the only player that's not vaccinated or whatever. Right, right. But one of the things that hits him in particular, and the thing that happened to Wiggins, and this is where I think the Wiggins story was really interesting. Like, Wiggins was was really hell-bent on not getting the vaccine. Right. And he said, it's, it's you know, I have my reasons. And when a reporter's like, well, what's your reasons? Right. He's like, uh, it's personal. And it's like, dude, in San Francisco and New York specifically, yeah, you can't come in these motherfuckers without yeah. being vaccinated. Yeah. So that affects them being on those teams because they might have to miss all their home games. That I mean, I think that they just passed today or yesterday, but it must have been today being Monday, the final uh, rules or guidelines mm-hmm. per the NBA for the vaccines. And mm-hmm. if players don't follow the local mm-hmm. laws mm-hmm. towards vaccination, mm-hmm. they're going to get fined and they're not going to get paid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it, 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 they're locking down on it. And, you know, I think that, you know, it, it makes sense towards any job. As far as whatever that 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 state or that yeah. city or whatever they set up, it is what it is, you know, one way or the other. However, whichever whichever side it is you're sitting on, but these players are gonna get actually hurt in the pocket. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think that um, 
um, you know, I haven't read anything about Wiggins. Wiggins, Wiggins has always felt to me like uh, very much a follower type of player. Man, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I got the right word for Wiggins. If we don't think about this, mm-hmm. he's a bust. He is a bust because he was the number one pick. Right. Which, by the way, think about this. Think about this. LeBron, Cleveland, yeah, number one pick. Yeah. Kyrie, Cleveland, number one pick. Yeah. Wiggins, Cleveland, number one pick. Yeah. And there's another player that was a number one pick for Cleveland. Bennett. There you go. That yeah. did nothing. How in the At fuck? All. How in the fuck does Cleveland get four number one picks in that short period of time? And the Knicks. They've been that bad. Yeah. No, 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 no. Regardless uh, of that bad or not, uh, it's see, still a lottery. Yeah. That's the that's my biggest complaint about the NBA. Is that the NFL, if you're the worst team, fuck it, nigga, you got the number one pick. Right. The NBA, it's like, all right, you can be one of the worst teams, but it's got that ping pong ball. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Uh, I've never been mad about that until you just brought yeah, that up. You, you're welcome. And y'all because the Knicks, for real. Oh, you gotta spatulate. This is their number one pick. Duh, like the Knicks have been bad for so long, and you know. Call it luck, call it bad luck, whatever. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Patrick Ewing was it, mm-hmm. and then you know, right now we're hoping that RJ Barrett pans out to become better and better. But outside of that, man, like any other top picks have been. Barrett was what bad. number three? Because John Mar- was John Morant number two. Yeah. Okay. It was Zion Morant. I'll be honest with you, at this point, I think I probably want Morant more than Zion. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. I now, now Zion in New York would have been ridiculous, but I also think Tom Thibodeau would have ran that nigga in the ground. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think um, I think out of the three players, for sure, Barrett, mentality wise, mm-hmm. fits Thibodeau the best because mm-hmm. he's, you know, he was he. I think he out of his high school class, he was he may have been the number one rated player. But at the same time, it's like, you know, he's also not the most talented. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't compare Morant and Zion's talent to whatever Barrett has. But because of that, he works harder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I think Zion has a good work ethic. I don't know about Morant. They, they you know, they might. And that's fine. It's not, it's not a, a commentary on that. But Barrett fits. Thibodeau. And I think because Barrett fits Thibodeau, Thibodeau might be able to get the best out of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which I, that's what I'm hopeful for, man. But like, you know. And Barrett was what Duke too, right? You went to Duke? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I feel like every fucking episode that we do of this where we talk about the Knicks is always the same conversation as the internet. <laughs> where it's like, yo, yeah, this dude is coming over here. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to the Knicks because every fucking year is always the same story of like, all these names linked to whatever. Honestly, I think y'all might get some people now. I, I think after seeing what y'all it's did. Different this right season, yeah, it's, it's different, different right now. Yeah, it's different. It's different right now. I think, I think, um, like, the latest thing, you know, within this, be, like, uh, Barrett and Zion went to Duke, and they're both still close. Mm-hmm. And apparently, they have talked about wanting to play together. Mm-hmm. And because New Orleans is dysfunctional. Yes. And they cannot get their shit together. Mm-hmm. The moment that Zion becomes a free agent. Mm-hmm. There's already talk that he might come to New York, right? Yeah. That I'm not taking until I just fucking actually see it. But it's still a an interesting conversation because as New York is getting their shit together, better players are going to start coming little by little. 
And this, within the connections of what it is, feels like it could be more realistic than some of the fucking like wild rumors that have been happening with the Knicks for the last fucking, what, 15, 20 years. Speaking of which, your boy Carmelo just put a new book out. Did he? Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of it, but it, but I meant to I meant to take a look at it because um yeah he's a Laker now oh yeah that's Yo, right that's actually forgetting. why I want them to succeed because of Melo yeah which I mean I, I, I want you. Carmelo to get a ring listen LeBron had an opportunity Westbrook to have Melo. Carmelo I want them to get a ring <sighs> Melo's had Me, Car, LeBron could have gotten Melo on the same team with him for a long time yeah never happened do yes. you do you know do you know what he was trying to do what LeBron was trying to do no. The big three was supposed to be D Wade, LeBron, and Melo. And it was an yeah, issue. Man. Yeah. And it was an well, issue. What was the problem? Melo's contract. It was something about Melo not wanting to take a cut. Because all them niggas took like maybe two or three less to, to work with the cap. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this, man. As much as I love Carmelo, um, I think his, his arrogance and his hubris has always gotten in the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, He's he's not as good as LeBron. I don't think he's as good as Wade. He's a better scorer than Wade, but he's not overall as good as Wade. Mm. But those two motherfuckers understood compromise. Yeah. And those two guys were very much about like exactly what you were saying, like within their contract working with less yeah. to make it make it happen. Carmelo has always been a fucking prima donna. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's always looked at himself as like as if he was on the same level as LeBron. Yeah. Carmelo, at the end of the day, is a historic, like, all-time NBA well, scorer. Score, yeah. But that's it. It's not the same as LeBron, who is, like, just an all-time talent. And, and plus, you know, Melo never looked quite as in shape as he should have, like, on that James Harden shit. Exactly. And, 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 and that's and that's my other thing about the, the Brooklyn Nets that was really, really frustrating is that, you know... Kyrie was half-assing it, where he would play, decide to play some games, not play some right. games. James Harden looked like me with my shirt off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, and and that's why they lost. It's because like Harden wasn't conditioned, and so like when yeah. he pulled his hamstring, that and I and I know that pisses them off because I know they believe that if Harden was was doing okay or or playing, they would have won that shit. They probably would have beat the Phoenix Suns, you know, easily. Yeah. But that's a part of it. It's like I mean, they have so much talent, man. Like, just those three guys, they have so much talent. But, yeah, uh, commitment and injuries, man, it, it, it goes a long way towards what they're ever going to really be able to do. Yeah, man. So, hold on a second. My computer's acting up. I hope it's still recording. This is what you're going to get live, hoes. There you go. But, um, well, enough of that because, like, our two listeners, I don't want them to be, like, bombarded with, like, sports talk. Maybe I should put like a little time stamp. It's like we talk for the Knicks from here to here. I want to talk about something that's very, 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 very important. All right. Um, and it's been like driving me crazy, especially Adidas like Crocs. <laughs> All right, we can get on that too. All right, we'll tell you something. All right. All right. So I hate Crocs. You hate Crocs. I fucking hate Crocs. I always thought as you're wearing the Crocs. as I'm wearing the me finish. I've always fucking hated Crocs. I thought were the worst looking shoes ever. I can understand if you're like in the in the food industry and you working in a kitchen or some shit like that. I get it, whatever, you know. But nigga, I always hated them. Somehow, some way, these Adidas—they call them Adidas clogs. 
pop up. And I was like, you know what? They look pretty cool. And I think they were originally like 45 bucks. How the fuck do they look cool? I thought they looked cool. Outside of like having the three stripes. The three stripes. They look cool. I mean, uh, all right. So you wouldn't get these if I got these for you? For you? I, I, I have some pink ones no, for no, you. No, no. You know what, though? Like, I would refuse to wear them because if I put them on and they're actually comfortable. You're going to be like me? I might. <laughs> Yo, I might. But I hate them. I hate looking at them. Yo, like, I hated they, them. They are the ugliest fucking shoes ever created, man. No, no, yes, they no. Are. I ordered these. As I said, you know, they were on sale for like 20-something bucks. I said, you know what? I'll try these motherfuckers out. If I don't like them, fuck it. They're 20-something bucks. You know, man, these are like the most comfortable shoes. I'll put these motherfuckers on. Like, as me, as the, the guy that wears Jordans everywhere I go, to be a croc, <laughs> a coon croc, a croc coon is like the craziest <laughs> shit on the planet right now. And I think it's I mean, a part it's of... Not, it's not crazy, though, because it, it follows the thread of uh, the spiral of your life oh, after deciding that it was okay to always wear fucking sweatpants. Dog. Yo, I'm all right. So, so from sweatpants to, to Crocs, it actually makes uh, sense. Yo, yo, shout out to Ava. When I was in San Francisco, we was out there. I don't know how long I was out there. But I was out there for a while. And, and we would go to, like, spots, and I caught up with Doug Infinite and all this type of stuff. And I think we was going to a to a show or somewhere. And she's like, yo, there's a spot over, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's roll out there. I was like, cool. And she stopped. She looked at me and she was like, do you have anything other than sweatpants? <laughs> <laughs> the answer was no. The answer was no. The response was, where's Target? <laughs> no, you went to San Francisco yo. with just sweatpants? Yo, all right. It wasn't just sweatpants. I also had like these Nike like joggers that weren't quite sweatpants. It was kind of like this nylon thing. But... In my defense, I was going to San Francisco to work. Nike, I was, I was like, going... tiny shorts, Nike banana hammocks, and sweatpants. Banana hammocks, no. But I was going there to work. I was going there to catch up with Doug Infinite. I had, like, a tour of, like, the Lucasfilm studio. So it was like I was there to work. And plus... In sweatpants. Yes. And I fucking hate airplanes, man. So, like, my whole brain is, like, based on traveling. It's like, yo, I don't know... I'm going to be sleeping on a couch. I don't know if I'm going to be moving out around or sleeping in the studio. I'm going to be comfortable. The reality of it is the cheat code for guys that I thought, as long as the shoes were dope. That you thought. That I thought. Right, right. As long as the shoes are dope, you can wear sweatpants. Now, now what, what I'm not changed? even giving a fuck about the shoes. <laughs> right? So, Man. like, I feel fucking awful. I get the comfort thing, for sure. So, it's like, you know, 80% sweatpants, but then if you're going to be out there, networking and you're gonna go places that you're meeting people on 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 professional sort of uh settings still i mean professional settings is kind of you know look i tell you i tell you the transformation that's coming i've known you for a long time you know and and you used to you used to uh you used to floss yeah i used to care man you used to floss I used to care. That was maybe that was during the Obama administration, season Honestly, one. I I didn't worry through the sweatpants stage, mm -hmm. but now that you're in the Croc stage, <laughs> the, the Croc sweatpants. Now it makes like now it makes me think about turn into an intervention about the sweatpants <laughs> stage as well. And I'm like, yo, how long have I not taken care of my friend? Dog, yeah, you <laughs> you've neglected me, man. It's true, you man. Like, it's true. You know it's gonna be over when you see me out in public wearing a house coat. <laughs> It's, or, it's or, or or when I see you rocking a high school, maybe that's that's because you got rich at that point. You know what I'm saying? The, we, It'll be a new half nothing, thing, you know? Or, <laughs> or, or, you know, you're full-time alcoholic 
on drugs. Yeah, that's coming. That's coming. You know, that's coming. Yeah. Uh, not quite like full on crack house sort of setup, mm-hmm. but getting there. You know what it is? It's like the in between phase. It's like if you go to Hooters, you have two types of women that works at, that work at Hooters. Uh-huh. It's either women that are debating on stripping, right? That's like I don't know if I want to be a stripper yet. Right. Let me kind of like do diet stripping. Let me ease on in and see how this is. Mm. Or number two. Always the woman that runs the bar is like the stripper that's too old, and now she's going to Hooters, right? That is one hundred percent. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, yeah. like the beginning can go one way or the other, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. that second one, the second one, yo, it's always it's always a chick that's like late thirties, early forties. She's still really, really cute, but you know she's done with that pole life, and she wants something with some more stability. You know what I'm saying? But she ain't cute enough to be on the floor. Yeah, or, <laughs> right? or, 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 or exactly that, like, like. The dollars ain't the, the you know what I'm saying the dollars ain't coming into the to 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 her performances anymore as mm-hmm. they used to so mm-hmm. she has to shift. But yeah. yeah, that that I definitely remember. Yeah, that's, that's that's spot on, man. I promise you, I promise you, because it's like they all I was like you know what? All right, once upon a time, girl. Back back during the yeah. <laughs> back during the back during when the when the wire was on the air, <laughs> you was probably jamming. <laughs> uh, it's been a minute since I've been to a to a Hooters. Oh, that's about to say strip club. Oh, it's even been longer that I've been to a strip club, actually. Yeah. Like the Hooters, the Hooters, the last the last conversations I've had about that is literally two people like uh, a friend of mine and then a person that I was working on projects with and both of their stories, this was, I don't know, maybe three months ago, four months ago, something like that. But both of their stories ended up with them being kicked out at midday because they were already like too trash trying to pick fights with the kitchen staff. Where are these guys and why aren't they doing this podcast with us? <laughs> <laughs> one of them you know. One of them you know and the other one is in uh, Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, one one was uh, uh, a a weekend long rager of just being wasted the whole time, and then the other one was <laughs> a cocaine fueled move across the country. I would tell you my um my Huda story. Well, Joe had to have my back. Joe and Al had to have oh, my back. Man. Oh man! Oh, together. Man, all right. All at once? What? Dog, what? It was, I was so messed up, man. Like, just just you bringing up Joe, I'm like, all right, this already makes sense. Or if you all tell right. me about Al separately, I'm like, that also makes well, sense. Well, you know, I, I, told together, you, I told you that story before. It was just like, you know, going through like a situation where it's like a weird breakup thing where you're on that cusp of, you know, we're not together anymore, but maybe we should work it back out and this and this and that. And I ended up like saying like, let's go to um, Cafe Strudel and let's talk about this. We're talking at Cafe Strudel. And I'm having a conversation when it's like, yo, let's work this out, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the shit that like light skinned niggas would say, right? Like all the <laughs> all the Drake, all this Drake shit, right? Oh, by the way, I gotta show you this record. And I'm gonna show you the shit that Eric said to me. Matter of fact, I'm gonna show it to you now because it's, it's yeah, terrible for you, audio. You, you should definitely like always explain what it is that you experience as as a light skinned man. Yes. Because <laughs> the, I don't the Bates diaries, you know? <laughs> Most of us don't know what that life is. You know you what I'm know. saying? All right. So I posted this picture the other day, this Roy Ayers album right here. You see that right there? I do. All right. So like I posted that up and I was like, yo, vibing, whatever. Or Instagram right, right. trying to be cool. Right, right. And uh, if for you for you for you listeners, find Roy Ayers Vibrations album. 
but he's like he got an afro he's shirtless he's laying on he's laying on his instruments and Eric sends me a message on Instagram he said that's how y'all light skinned niggas play the xylophone <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout, shout out to Eric, man. Yo, fuck you, Eric. But um, <laughs> but nah, like so. So long story short, you know, you go through this real terrible situation with this little breakup thing, and I was like, oh man, my homie was a bartender at Strudel. He just kept giving me drinks. He just saw I was sad, yeah, yeah. and so I ended up meeting up with um with uh Joe and Al. And it's always up, easy to pinpoint when you're light skin. Uh, yes, yeah, so you can see that's I'm flushed, yeah. man. Look, um. <laughs> Maybe that's when I started wearing sweatpants after this. But like, nah, we went to Baker's and I'm just like, my head is down. I'm feeling, I'm feeling awful. I'm like, oh my gosh, my heart broken, blah, blah, blah. And so like, Al and, and, um, and Joe's like, they was like, they was going to go to Hooters to watch a game or something. Right. And so I had to ride with Joe and I'm like sitting at the bar. My head is in my, you know, on, the, on the table. I'm not saying anything. And apparently the, the waitress there, the bartender was like, oh my God, what's the matter with him? And they was like, you know, his cousin died or his right, friend right, died right, or some right, shit like that. Right. They, whatever, they're whatever. Covered, covered. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't think nothing of it. You know, so like, I get over the whole thing, maybe like weeks later, <laughs> we go back to Hooters. No one would say, sorry about your friend. Like, what are you talking about? The one that died that night? Wow. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I do remember Joe, I do remember Joe and Al were arguing about <laughs> whether they should leave me. And Joe was like, we can't, nigga, we can't leave him. I've known Joe and Al, and, you know, they'll never listen to this shit, so fuck them. But, like, I've known them niggas have to be almost 25 years. Oh, and, shit. I, and I asked Joe, I said, have you ever seen me like that? He says, I've never seen you like that. He's like, I've never seen you that fucked up, that drunk, that ever, 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 never, ever. Mm. So that's my whole story. You hadn't told me this one. I thought you knew it. No, no. Okay. No. I see. You know, the, the, what, see, what when, I, when I wear the Crocs, it lets me like open up more. What would? Yeah, that also makes sense. At this yeah, point absolutely. In your life. I don't care That's about true. anything. What would have added to this more was if you would have told me that the friend that died within that fake story was me. <laughs> it's like I'm sorry about Drake. Then <laughs> <laughs> you show up with so me at Hooters and be like, "Yo, he looks like oh, he, he has he has a twin brother. He's real yeah, sensitive yeah. by it." Yeah, my name is Sammy. <laughs> right. <laughs> His name is Dre J. <laughs> Here we go. Full circle. Bring. Right back to it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I ain't going front, though. Like, Hooters. Uh, Hooters. When was, was the last time you've been to Hooters? Uh, I went with Joe last week. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the wings are cool. Like, like you know, Yo, it's serviceable. The yeah. In some of the spots. Like, there's been, there's been a couple of Hooters joints. That I've been to that I'm just like, damn, like you have to keep coming back for the wings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of their food, like I think some of them even do fucking crab legs and shit. Oh uh, yeah, that's too I'm much. Just yeah, like, that's yo, too much. That's, that's too almost much. like yeah. buying seafood from a uh, gas, <laughs> gas station. <laughs> station shit, man. Like, come on. I tell you what though, um <laughs> I'm gonna text Joe now. Like, you hungry nigga? <laughs> Who this nigga? Um <laughs> Nah, like I tell you though, I tell you one thing though, it's it's like um I think that they're doing like extra charges now. Like I forgot what the term meant, but there's a term that basically says that like for an example, if you go to like Target or the grocery store, there's a thing, I forgot the term, but if you get like cereal, the uh-huh. boxes are slightly smaller now. Why? Because with these like shortages that's going on, uh-huh. 
um, they're figuring out ways to adjust things where either they charge you a little bit more for something. And it's not necessarily inflation, but it, but they can either charge you a little bit more for something or they give you a little bit less than what they usually do. And it's so slight that people don't think about it. But when, when, when you're aware of it, you start seeing it more. So like Joe and I with the Hooters, we got like simple shit that we usually get. I didn't right. even get any alcohol and the food felt a little more expensive. And so what I think is happening with a lot of these chains is that there's going to be this quiet uptick with some prices with stuff that we're not even paying attention to. That like places just gonna feel like mm. you're spending more for the shit that you usually would yeah, get, yeah. and I and I think that's what what happened last time we went to Hooters. Well, that's some fucking bullshit, man. I mean, like next time you go to a grocery store, because I know I know specifically cereal is a big one. If you start going to a grocery store and looking at regular boxes of cereal, they're slightly smaller than you know they what, usually though? were. With with boxes of cereal and especially with like bags of chips, mm-hmm. if they're making the bags smaller, <laughs> it's all that air in it anyway. I'm yeah. alright with that. <laughs> As long as you keep that, that that fucking what third half of the fucking bag that they put in there, but you making the bag smaller, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, this is more true to form. Yeah. Outside of that, I'm like, I'm, uh, yeah, no. Well, if I notice that anytime I go out and spend on something, man, then honestly, if it's consistent enough throughout, I'm gonna stop giving my money to that place. Okay. Or just tip them less, you know. No, like, you hear that retired stripper that's working at the bar now? They didn't give me your phone number. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're about to stop supporting. Shout out to the rednecks uh, at Hooters. Single moms out there. Yeah, all the rednecks that go to Hooters. You know, I don't like black guys, but there's something about you. <laughs> yo, you always yo, see them. You yo, always see yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And and like we go there, it's, it's like it's like that white dude is a little. Like he he thinks he's a little too familiar with the black waitress, and then as soon as like the black waitress talks to the other black customers, he just yeah. got this look on his face. Yeah, it's like you you leave you leave peaches alone, right? You know what I'm saying? But also gets quiet. Mm-hmm. Like it becomes <laughs> more intense. Quiet. It's like nigger. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like you know, it's very loud and jovial while he's there by himself with the black waitress, <laughs> but then. The moment that the black patrons come in, look, and she starts interacting with them, mm. he becomes intense but more quiet. He's like, I can't Seething. out, I can't out black the blacks. Listen, I tell you the funny shit. I had a DJ at this birthday party, and God bless these people as they paid me well and all this other shit. But like, you know, it's white folks and yeah, whatever. Sure, sure. And so I hit them up and I was just like, "What kind of music you want?" And the woman was just like, "Oh, I definitely have to hear Salt and Pepper Shoop." And outside of that, I just want '90s white girl music, and I, wow. I was and I was thrown for a loop because I'm like I don't know what kind of white girl you are because I never met right, you. Right, right. Because there's some white girls you listen to nothing but hip hop. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you might fuck black dudes. You know what yeah. I mean. It's I play juvenile. You'll love it. Or you was probably a grunge girl. You right. know, or, or Britney Spears. Or you know, Britney Spears. So yeah. I was so I was just like trying to figure it out. And like you know, if you have the internet, you can download what the fuck you want. And I'm just kind of right. like guessing on the fly. And it's always a situation like this. If it's always like a whitey white party, it's always a white dude that's trying to ask for like black shit mm. to try to show off how black they are. Right right? right, right, right. But this white guy's not black at all, but he's trying to impress me because I'm the only black guy there. Yeah. So he's like requesting shit like the Dougie, which the song came out. Hold on. Hey, Google, what year did Teach Me How to Dougie come out? The release date of Teach Me How to Dougie was April 12, 2010. Okay, so I'm spot on with that. Right. The song is 10 years old, right? Right, right. And he's like, yo, 
play the Dougie, man. And I had a tip jar. He put a dollar in. So I was like, okay, fuck you. I'll play it. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, it's like buying him from iTunes. And so he dances to the Dougie. No one cares. But he's dancing specifically for me, right? Not not in a, not in a neurotic way. <laughs> he's just like, yo, yo. All right. So also. Keep eye contact, bit the lower no, no, no. lip and shit while he did the Dougie. Side note to insult my beigeness. So I was getting a haircut today. And it, 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 it was a moment. Where I got really nervous because, like, you know, there's this, there was this, uh, this thing that used to be on this blog where it was this kind of like Drake the type of nigga that do blah 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 Drake the type of nigga like oh, whatever, man. Yeah, and there yeah. was one of them that said those were some of the best. No, one of them said Drake the type of nigga that'll stare you in the eye when you get a tape up by the barber. <laughs> so there was a moment when he cut my hair. And all of a sudden, he come in my face and start like, you come in my face. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 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 That was a moment. That's recorded. That's no. there for posterity forevermore. That was a moment. That was a moment. He was doing the tape up. Yeah, there was a moment. I think he wiped the cum off my face. It was a moment. When he was doing... now, now, if that was the case, I could stare you in the eye, right? White. <laughs> all right. But, um, be... But nah, but like I was scared. I said, like, oh shit, this nigga's giving me a tape up. I can't look him in the eye. So you like got to close your eyes while you get the tape up. Because I just felt, I just remembered that meme. <laughs> he was like. <laughs> As he brushes across his forehead where them crosshairs were at. Like, yo man, how much I owe you for this haircut? Like, nah, nigga. How much I owe you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but anyway, the dude doing a Dougie. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that we're doing this one under the uh, is drunk and not uh, Negro League because you know the few people that used to respect you. There's nobody that respects me, man. But um, that's but, true. Yeah, that's true. but like the funny shit about it was basically like, um, like when he when he got done like dancing. He comes up to me and he's just like trying to give me dap. And he's like, yo, I'm pretty cool for a white boy, right? And I'm like, dude. Fuck out of here. I swear to God. Then, he, then he's like, like later on, it's like, yo, you know what would be really fucking great? If you play that international players with outcasts. And I was like, okay. All right. So another side note. Man, I'm getting all my, my white Duh. angst. My, all my white angst out. There's this guy at the karaoke spot. The place that Joe proposed to his lady. Uh-huh. There's a spot um, over in uh, off Decker. All right. And it's like karaoke, whatever. There's this one white guy. He's he's nice as fuck. He's the nicest guy ever. But he has like long hair. And, and I shit you not, his, his voice sounds just like this, right? And all he does with karaoke. He's a white Tyrell. <laughs> yeah, this is Tyrell. Listen, all he does. Shout out to Tyrell. He ain't going to listen to this shit either. But I was DJing this thing the other day. This nigga pulls up. <laughs> yo, that nigga look like an action figure. Like he was, yo, his arms are like this, and yeah. he's just like leaning yeah. over. And I go to him. I was like, "Why are you still going to the gym, nigga? You win." <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what are you, what are you doing? Like, they're not giving out prizes for, for 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 whoever's listening that does not know Tyrell. He's um at least six foot five, six six, maybe six seven, and um built like a fucking truck and uh yeah he's always been like that but he's like <laughs> yo i tell you the first time the first time like you know i was going to the gym with him or whatever and he's like i'll show you a couple things how to uh use the machines in the place like cool 
So he took me to like the squat rack or whatever. He's like, well, you know, it's one of the days, you know, I, I decide whether or not it's going to be a lot day or a heavy day, you know. But That's yeah, actually try to, pretty good. Yeah, I do a great That's time. That's actually pretty good. And so he's like, you know, he's like, he hit me on him first and I'm doing my little squats or whatever, whatever. Right, right. He's like, all right. And he about to go on. And this nigga just keep putting plate after plate after plate after plate after plate on this fucking squat rack. Then he, this is how he squats. It's the funniest shit. Like, so, so he, he go, he go and he set up. And we go down, his eyes pop up. He be like, <laughs> ooh, rah, ooh. like he's like, yeah, yeah. he's like yeah, black yeah. dynamite, right? Yeah, he's a beast. Yo, then when he gets it done, I was like, yo, how much was that? He's like, I don't know, like five sixty. I was like, so is that a light day or a heavy day? It was a light day. I said, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work out by myself. Yeah. <laughs> yo, he, In the he's corner. He's a fucking nurse. He's like, fuck you, Tyrell. Anyways. Back to the long hair. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at this. Sounds so like. like. So, so he has a habit. So one of the songs he does all the time. In karaoke, he does back that thing up. He's like, you big fine girl, why don't you back that ass up? Like, he, he does that, right? And so, like, he'll pull out um he'll pull out these songs or whatever. So he'll do, like, in the club and all this type of shit or whatever. So the last time I saw him, now that I'm thinking about the outcast shit, uh-huh. he pulled out international players. And it was funny because there was this black girl at the bar. We looked at each other because we was thinking the same thing. Uh-huh. I was like, is this white boy doing karaoke for a rap song that may or may not have the word nigga in it? And if Ooh. the word nigga is in it, how's he going to adjust accordingly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, we looking at each other. Like, what wait. is he going <laughs> to do? <laughs> it's so fucking funny. But it's just like, you know, it was like, I don't so think. So what this, did he do? I don't think the song had nigga in it or he just handled it perfectly. And then I just went over to her. I was like, you was waiting for the nigga. She's like, I waiting for the nigga, too. I was like, yo. I was like, <laughs> Like, like, our blackness was ready. Like, it's like this is for Wakanda, you know. It was like, we got the white guilt to make that nigga buy our drinks. Yo, dude, yo, these wings on you. On you. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, big homie. Like, fuck you. Right. Yeah. Goddamn. Why don't you back that in, soup? <laughs> yo, I'm actually, like, I'm actually still hung on the fact that the 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 white dude from the wedding... No, in a wedding. It was a birthday party. Birthday party. Had to ask you at the end if he was cool. Yeah. He, he wanted that. Like, yo, like, like that, that shit, that shit, you know, that shit always happens, right? And it, and it is what it is. But, like, the idea that, like, exactly like that, that shit happens when you're, like, in fucking middle school. Mm-hmm. I don't think it ever changes, man. You know, because it's like, I think that. It's weird, man. It's, it's, it's funnier when the opposite happens. When you got, like, a black dude in, like, white culture and he's trying to get, yo, have that man. approval. That's always that's always worse, I think. Like yeah. visually, it's always worse. It 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 always like it's always like goofy, corny whenever the white people do it towards black or brown culture to try to fit in. It's always <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. always corny and goofy. Yeah, but, <laughs> but yo, like whenever it's like black or brown like playing up to try to fit in mm-hmm. with the white uh, community, white crowd, white mm-hmm. whatever they're trying to fit in with, mm-hmm. it's cringeworthy, man. It's, yo, it's, it's so, so fucking like it's so bad. Like yo, like what are you doing to yourself? Like how yeah. how how much do you have to twist yourself? Yo, into I got, this thing to make this happen. I got so mad. Hold on a second. Hey Google, who is UNC's basketball coach? Herbert Davis. The University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill's current basketball coaches are Hubert Davis and go. Courtney Banghart. Okay, stop. So, like, I Hubert got so Davis, mad. Hubert Davis, shout out, Knicks. Man, 
Did you remember what happened when he got the job? No. Like I, I remember, I remember Dog. when uh, uh, who was it? Roy. <laughs> no. What, what was Roy it? Williams. Roy Williams. No. I remember when he retired, and I remember whenever uh, Ewan Davis got the job. Yo. That's Dog. it, though. I was so fucking mad at him. So. What are you? Uh, what are you doing, man? So. So they were like shouting him out in the press conference, right? And they were just like, you know, how do you feel that this is amazing franchise? You're the first African American coach for the franchise. Like, yeah. How do you feel about that? Right? right. This nigga goes well. I also have a white wife, so I have the best of both worlds. We're like, no, no, don't do it. Reconsider. Read some litter. Chore on the subject. No. Dog. For real? Dog. It was the most cringe-worthy shit. He's like, well, I don't think about that. I also have a my wife, a beautiful wife that's also white. So, you know, uh. And I'm like, nigga. What the fuck nigga, does that have to do nigga, with I was anything? so mad. Like, the thing that you earn for yourself. What no, the fuck does so that have mad. to do? You remember that uh, Tyra Banks uh, uh, clip? It was like one of them episodes of like America's Next Top Model, and one of the chicks got voted off the show because she had a bad attitude. And Tyra Banks yelled at her, "We were all rooting for you. We were rooting for yeah, you." Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how I. F- I was so fucking mad. What the fuck? Yo, like, I was like, man. All right, well, I'll take back my. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, shout out to Hubert Davis Knicks. being a Nick. Speak. Oh, speaking of the Knicks, um, the and one player Escalade. Uh huh. Do you know who his brother was? No. Because he passed away a few years ago. I know Escalade died, yeah. Yeah. His brother's Mark Jackson. No shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, but he did a podcast with uh, Shannon Sharp recently, and Fuck, they talked man. about that. Yeah. Like, that Escalade dude was, he was, he was a good dude, man. He yeah, like, yeah. That, that was, like, good people's yeah. type of person, man. Yeah, and he didn't want to um, live off his brother's name, you know what I'm saying? Because he, you know, was playing the AM1 stuff, yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. so that it was, like, real quiet or whatever. But, yeah. No shit. Yeah. I mean... In in retrospect, within this conversation, man, like he actually created his own thing. Mm-hmm. Without oh, oh, Mark, Mark made a comment about like you and know he was actually always cooler than mm-hmm. Mark. Like oh yeah, dog. Like 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 Mark Jackson as a Nick, I'll respect Mark Jackson as a commentator. I'm just like, please shut up. <laughs> Mark Jackson as a coach. <laughs> the mama that goes that man. Mama that goes that man. Come, get the, come on, I, man. I would say he called me one time. Mark Jackson, yeah. Did? I never told you this story? No, man. All right, so Mark Jackson's wife. I will remember this shit. Mark, yeah, you've been drinking too much. Mark Jackson's wife is a gospel singer, and there was a thing going around that Today. said... Huh? Today? Yeah, <laughs> right. So his wife was a gospel singer. Mark Jackson goes on Twitter. It's like, if you buy my, my wife's single and show proof of purchase, I'll give you a call. And I was probably drinking that night because I was in Atlanta with Al. Yeah, I'm sure you were drinking that night. I was gone. I was slizzard. So I go to iTunes. I buy the shit. Liddy 330. Liddy. 330, like Total Recall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish I had one more hand for all three of these titties. <laughs> You're doing all right. <laughs> Yo. Yo, what is he Total Recall my dad as a kid? He's trying to cover my eyes up. I'm like, Dad, it's three titties. Like, right. s- stop it. Like, let's have a moment. <laughs> like, you nah, know? bro. Like, that was, like, nah, that age, that was never going to happen. Like, I'm not jerking off to this. Or am I? His, um, his mustache was erect. He needed to cover your eyes. <laughs> oh, like, it just like went up. Exactly. 
All right. So maybe that could be a Thelonious Drunk design. Look at that mad villain mask, huh? And put that on my... Oh, that'd be so funny. You're going to you're gonna continue to try to convince me on this? I'm telling you, if, if people are already buying the shirt with me wearing a Cosby sweater, a Cosby sweater, and my dad's mustache, I don't see why they wouldn't, like, rock with the MF Doom thing. That's a personal thing, right? So, like, the people that... But but I also but I also think like it could be like a Thelonious drunk like blend. If you don't do that, I'll just like get some markers, not markers, some some like construction paper and cut out a mask and paste it on there. Your face with your pops mustache on it is a personal thing, even for your followers. Yeah, you yeah. But if you put the doom mask like, with the mustache, that's some for, fucking, like, for Halloween, shit, I know this for I know Halloween, that. that'd be crazy. And I'm fi- I'm finishing like a mixtape, and that'd be like crazy dope. Ooh. Are you going to add some sort of MF Doom shit to it? Yeah, sure. You have to. Yeah. Otherwise, I have like I have I have like tons of like I have tons of like cartoon shit like I'm going to put on there. Like, you know, little snippets and stuff like that on there. And do a freestyle over one of his beats. Oh, that's, that's a, a great idea. I'll do that's that. That's a mixtape shit. I'll do that. And okay. then that actually ties I up will. some of this. Okay, I tell you what. I literally do it over um accordion, which is my favorite shit off Mad Villain. Villain. Uh-huh. The line, the line, San Diego ons, but yeah, all right, yeah, we'll get back to that. Let's do it. Will's vagina. <laughs> um, all right, one last subject before we get out of here because we've been here almost an hour. A uh, little has it been an hour? It's an hour. Yeah, one hour, one minute. See, see what happens when we start talking, man. This oh, feels thought, so good. I, I, honestly, I thought it was closer to three hours. <laughs> it's so excruciating. I've been wanting this to end for so long. <laughs> all right, so. I'm gonna tell you some of the shit that I hate. More, I don't more I to the up. list. Yeah. Did you guys hear the newspaper? That was an actual newspaper. That wasn't added on digitally for effect. That was an actual newspaper. Niggas like, what is a newspaper? Yo, straight up. You know, I, I fucking hate, especially like dealing with like COVID or whatever. It's like, and it uh, hits. I mean, it, there's there's a lot. A lot within that range of what you yeah. fucking hate. Well, here's where I'm going, right? Because it's like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, we go through all this shit. We was locked, we've been locked up in our houses for a year and a half. Sometimes I want to have the opportunity to feel like shit. I want to have the opportunity to be depressed. I want to have the opportunity Yo, to be in a bad up. mood. Straight right? up. Yeah, yeah. And so there's this thing. Um, and I wrote about this. It's, I wrote a column in the Free Times, and, it, and it's about toxic positivity, where when niggas be trying to be too, too nice and too positive, and it drives me crazy because it's disingenuous, right? So Absolutely. it's like, so one of the things that I talked about was like, oh my gosh, it's like a lot of like virtue signaling, right? Where people are trying to show that more positive you are better than you. Like there's a guy, I'm not going to call him out because he seems to be a nice enough guy, but he has like this great followers all these followers on his instagram page sure sure and he'll do these like these like speeches that sound like he's coaching a high school football team like he'll be like running in the rain he's like you know what you want to give up don't give up you know the reason why you know bill gates is a billionaire because when he felt like going to sleep he was awake working and it's like all right quit giving all this credit to all these rich ass white people like they're more virtuous than us and that they got here for hard work you know what i read the other day that um 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 Amazon guy. Bezos. Yo, Bezos convinced his parents to invest $250,000 in Amazon when it was starting up. The fact that you can 
convince your parents to invest a quarter million dollars a piece because it's basically yeah. saying that these parents are probably billionaires you're now already rich exactly my point so like when these niggas trying to act like people built this shit out of the mud half the time they're basically giving all this credit to all these like rich Yo, motherfuckers that's a lot that's a lot of what the conversation has been for a long time Yo, right like the, i mean so... that is that is what the actual factual is but then the idea that like within a lot of these like uh conservative versus liberal type of thing between like you know blue lives black lives mm-hmm. and all this shit a lot of the counterpoints that the the conservatives fucking throughout has everything to do with like you know you have to as an american you have to work <laughs> yeah. through everything and have the yeah. gung-ho attitude and it's and it's like broke motherfuckers just like you and i mm-hmm. fucking coming out of exactly the same holes mm-hmm. however rationalizing mm-hmm. the success of rich mm-hmm. white people that do not give a fuck about you and have nothing in common with you mm-hmm. however you're still trying to throw that out there to separate yourself from people that even though they're a different culture different color are actually closer to what the reality is yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, and that shit has become so fucking old, man. It's so frustrating. Like, all right, so like Bert Bacharach, I forgot his name, but the comedian, he's from Philly. You know what I'm talking about? The, Bacharach. I'm the, yeah, the, I'm the machine guy. Yeah. And he said something I thought was really, really profound. And he wasn't trying to hate him. Oh, the machine, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, he, was, yeah. he was saying something about, like, you know, being from Philly and Kevin Hart being from Philly. And, like, Kevin Hart would do these, like, interviews where he just make it seem like, you know, I'm here because of hard work and I'm this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I get up and I do this every day. And, right. and, ba- and Bacharach was like, whatever his name is. And it was like, I think it's disingenuous. He says, yeah, you might work hard and, and may be disciplined, which you probably are, sure. but you, you, you're you not acknowledging that, hey, maybe I'm here because at one point in time, Chris Rock gave me an opportunity to open up for him one day. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? And, and it doesn't make you any less virtuous if you acknowledge that, hey, nigga, I had some help. Like, the thing that yeah. kills me, and yeah. I wrote about this in an article, the virtual signaling, like there's two things that I saw. One was really, really fucking stupid. Number one, there was one that said, um, if I had a choice between a hundred million dollars and a book to teach me how to get a hundred million dollars, I would take the book. Few will understand. It's like, first of all, fuck you, because chapter oh, one would say, fuck off. <laughs> the chapter right. one would say, hey, if you have a choice, take, take a hundred million. Yeah, right. But it's but it's so stupid because. It creates these hypothetical situations that you'll never be able to put into action in real life, right? So the other one now is like, oh, well, you know, if I had an opportunity to get $500,000 a dinner with Jay-Z. I saw that shit. That's I, literally what, what yeah, I was about to bring up. From, I, I'll, from I'll, I'll, I'll take the dinner with Jay-Z. And they're like, because he'll give me knowledge that's worth more than that. And I'm like, first of all, all y'all niggas got grandpas, fathers, family members that have so much game and wisdom yeah. and y'all niggas ain't ever sit down with dinner with these people to get it you right so all of a sudden you think jay-z all of a sudden's like hey i think you need to buy some apple stock some rock <laughs> yo invest in tesla nah. uh, <laughs> right? like like the the i guess the the actual like part of this that is the deepest that is actually um sad and depressing mm-hmm. is that you know, black and brown coming from impoverished uh, lives. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it also has a lot to do with not being exposed or educated towards a lot of how some of these people become successes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether whether that has to do with like networking and you might have chanced upon that meeting with that one person mm-hmm. that made it happen for you. Or it also had to do with the fact that your family already had money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So as much as you separated yourself from them because you're like you're not the same as them, you're not yeah. you're not like them, you're trying to make your mark, you still have that backup yeah. that at some point actually like propelled you. Right. Yeah. So like black and brown man, like we, we we end up at some point fucking ignoring a bunch of that a bu- a bunch of that shit and, and literally like leaning on these story threads mm-hmm. where it's easier to just say you know the way that they're the successful people are saying it mm-hmm. you should lean into the knowledge you should lean into the hard work yo, you should uh, lean into all of that shit yo i you got this i got this ongoing joke with myself like anytime somebody make a post the niggas be thinking they say something deep they'll have like some kind of quote and at the end of the quote they'll be like you know remember that don't forget that. Right. Read that again. Like, nigga, you're not deep. Shut up. I loved it when Instagram was just for, like, showing titties and people trying to sell, you know, uh, tummy tea. You know, all this uh, shit right yeah. here. And, and it drives me crazy because niggas are like, oh, you know, I was trying to be positive. What could you possibly say is wrong? I want to be able to say, because it drives me crazy. Like, the niggas that go on their page. And he'd be like, oh, you know what? I can't complain. God woke me up this morning. Can I get an amen? I can't say this, can't say that. You know what? You put me in a situation where if I say, you know, I'm having a bad day, all right. of a sudden, right. I'm not grateful to be alive, and it right. doesn't allow any room. Right. To, you know, and it drives right. me fucking crazy. So I want to get back to the idea of being a hater. It's I don't want to. It's a byproduct of this whole social media shit as well. You know what I'm saying? Like social media is fucking wonderful for a lot of, uh, you know, spreading ideas, positivity, product, whatever, mm-hmm. your, 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 your craft, your thing, whatever you're doing. But at the same time, it has created these bubbles of like just even like I, I feel like like people in general have this like follower mentality as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a general thing for the humans. Mm-hmm. But then social media because it paints it in this way that is supposed to be what you strive for mm-hmm. many 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 just do it and push it in ways that there's no thought yeah that it's literally just like copy and repeat follow and try to like recreate that shit and the, the this idea of 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 this 100% absolute positivity yeah. has always been a fallacy. It's always yeah. been fake. It's always been it's always yeah. been a thing that that is is not realistic to what the human experience is wherever the fuck you come from. Yeah, and I think ultra ultimately people that's like 100% that excited and happy all the time. I just assume you're, yeah, fuck. you're a serial they have problems you're a serial and they killer. have, you know, like Quarter body parts in their basement. Your Buffalo fucking, Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yo, uh, like, no, I'll, no, I'll no. I, I have I'll, a lot of venison for I'll, this I'll uh, winter. Oh, fuck me good. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, that. that's facts, man. Like, any, I love, 
meeting people that are genuine and it's the positives and the negatives, the flaws and they're like shining bits and pieces, you know what I'm saying? That it's just like, yo, you're real. Mm-hmm. I can't stand meeting people where it's literally they're, they're just always positive, always gung-ho, always have that answer at that moment that we're talking about real things, but they're just like, no, if you push through this in a way that blah, 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 mm-hmm. and our strength from the core and the gods with this or whatever whatever the fucking source is, I'm just like, yeah, yo, shut the fuck up, go away, let the adults actually like get into a real conversation. Let me know when you actually are in touch with a lot of the <laughs> shit that's going yeah. on underneath before you start trying to like play yourself in front of me. Yeah, I like, think yeah, I think I want to get Napoleon on here again from a from a psychologist perspective yeah, yeah, and because yeah. I would love to touch on a lot of this stuff. Absolutely. You know? Cuz he's a professional. So yeah, like yeah. so like I know when niggas be like I'm a life coach, he just be like Ugh. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so yeah. But anyways, I think we babbled long enough. You babbled. I, I think it's a game tonight. Let's see who's playing. Hey Google. What NFL game is tonight? Stuttered that shit. The Raiders are tied with the Chargers zero to zero in the first quarter. Oh, the shit. game is currently delayed. It's delayed. Oh, shit. Hey okay. Google, why is the Chargers game delayed? On the website latimes.com, they say the start of the Chargers Las Vegas Raiders game is being delayed because of weather around Sophie Stadium. Oh, okay. Thank you. Hey Google, I love you. I love you. That's so amazing to hear. Hey, do you want to celebrate? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. How do you want to celebrate? With a compliment or a joke? You choose. Bourbon. Joke. Can you try saying that again? I joke. don't understand. Joke. Joke. Here's a joke in celebration. Here's a joke for Halloween. What's an optimistic vampire's favorite drink? What? Be positive. <laughs> hi <laughs> And on that note, I think she was better than the whole podcast. She was. She was. <laughs> oh, that note. This is uh, Delonious Drunk. We're back at this motherfucker once again. It's glad to have you back here. Let's try to do it again Yo, for soon. Sure, we don't have to wait for another year and a half. Um, I go by the name Preach Jacobs. You can find me on all my shit. Uh, Preach Jacobs on all the social medias. Also under Mo Better Soul. Um, if you want to buy some shirts and some hoodies, uh, this motherfucker has an amazing design that he did of prints on there. And we got some new hoodies that we just put up. Enter code Negro to save 10% on your next order. You can also find us on Bebop and Drunk Steady on social media if it's still up. It and is, your social is. media is? Infidel Castro X. And the X ladies. It's because he pulls out his ding dong. <laughs> Marks the spot, baby. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, let's get a sandwich or something. All right. Peace.